please, the Grateful Dead. everybody welcome back to another episode of heavy jams a grateful podcast this episode is episode number 16 is that title it's just number 16 and i am joined live via the zoom by my man in the sunny skies of colorado el danko mr dank good afternoon how are you sir i'm good man how you doing today just having a beautiful day out here colorado woke up to some snow and now it's just sunny and nice out it's nice. You guys get a lot of sunshine. You get some snow, too. We uh, we actually may get some snow next week, saying one to three inches. The entire city will shut down, and there will be no bread or milk on the shelves for that minimal amount of dusting. But it is Memphis, and that's just the way it is, I guess. No school fun. for a week. Well, they're all at home anyway, so it doesn't really, that doesn't <laughs> really matter. I guess they're going to have to go to school, uh, even though there's a snow day, because no buses run. So, uh, anyway... On this episode, you know, Dank's been sending me some good set lists, and I had some things in mind that I wanted to cover, some songs that we have not used, you know, at all or very much at all. That's kind of what we have here. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that we haven't really used, and some only once or twice. So what we have here, we kick it off with a little Alabama getaway from May 15, 1980, in the Nassau Coliseum, and it is super funky. Uh, Brent, when he joined the band late, mid-'79, uh, he just gets right into it with heavy organ licks. And we'll, we got another great one on this for set for you. But first, you got this Alabama Getaway. And it's a song that I never really, I don't dislike it. I never really was that into it. Uh, but the more I hear it, the more I'm kind of disappointed it didn't carry over into the 90s era, I guess. Yeah, I, I've loved Alabama Getaway, you know, pretty much from the first time I heard it because it rocks. But it also, it's a story. And a lot of times, you don't get a story in that rock and roll setting. You know, it's more like a warp rat, you know, or something a little slower or, or a country tune. So to get, you know, kind of a, a you know, blues rocker, Brent Screamer, that tells a story is uh, awesome. And then this one in particular is uh, actually the encore from that night of May 15th, 1980 in Nassau. And uh, what's funny also is that the next two nights they opened with Alabama Getaway. Uh, you know, the next night was in Nassau on the 16th. Uh, May 15th and 16th are the go to Nassau release set that they had, but uh, this Alabama Getaway is not on it. And then uh, the next show was about two weeks later in Des Moines, and they opened with Alabama Getaway again. Yeah. So it's kind of, you don't really think Alabama Getaway is an encore or a closer. And it was a few times. This wasn't the only time, but uh, I just think it's kind of that juxtaposition of we're going to close with it on this night, and the next two nights we're going to open with it. Yeah, and then essentially it became more of an opener. Uh, as the 80s went along, kind of lost its closer status. Absolutely. And then, one, you know, once Brent passed, they didn't play it again. So, exactly. you know, like you were saying, yeah, I would have loved an Alabama getaway at some point, or at least, you know, to have a chance at it. But And I think I think Brent, I mean, I think Vince would have would have given it justice. I mean, you know, he was he liked to get crazy on the go. Absolutely. Um, anyway, another song that next up was a song that has endured the test of time since the very beginning. That would be Minglewood. This is from December 29th, 1977, the Winterland Arena in San Francisco. Uh, you know, it's not quite the caliber of the Cornell Inglewood, but it's right there, you know, in the 77 vein. You know, when they start to turn the corner into 78, you know, the sound between 
77 and 78 are, 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 to me, it's quite different. This is kind of on the cusp of the in-between 77 and 78 sound, uh, and it's a solid mingle. You know, you can't go wrong, really, with a mingle. Yeah, I agree with you, absolutely. It's not a sweltering, blistering version, but it's very nice. It's from 77. Yeah. And then we go to one that's a Hank's Choice favorite. This is Lazy River Road, one of the newer songs on the repertoire from April 1st, 1995 at the Pyramid in Memphis, Tennessee. And despite my being native Memphian, I was not in country at the time. I did not get to go to the show. How awesome was the Lazy River Road? I know they did a lot of river stuff in those two shows at the Pyramid. Well, this was the first night, April Fool's Day. And uh, this was the night they did the river songs. So, uh, and the and Memphis songs, however you want to look at it. Um, that first set opened with Hell in a Bucket, which is great. We actually get to a different version, not this version, later in the set today. And then uh, Candyman, which has the Memphis lyric in it. Everybody went nuts. Then uh, Take Me to the River, which was a bit of a surprise, but it was pretty good. Uh, then the Lazy River Road. And uh, the Lazy River Road, which I know, you know, you, most times I've listened to it, the opening is kind of the same where, you know, they kind of stroll into it like you're walking down a lazy river road but something on this night just made it you know even more pronounced it was i liken it to the, the intro for uh, help slip frank on one from the vault how you're like that's you know the help slip rank version i remember that intro one at a time right me this lazy river road is is eerily similar to that just in the fact that it sounds like they come in one at a time and they just you know go right into it and it's just a perfect perfect song and you know as you know right down on the river at the pyramid. Uh, I mean, it was just awesome. It was great. Yeah, and I, I like that song. I, I didn't. I never had a problem uh, with that one being played in shows, you know, the late, you know, the mid-90s, late, whatever, the mid, mid-name, I guess the mid-90s. So. Um, after that, you got this awesome passenger from August 12, 1979 at Red Rocks, early Brent, and it's it's a scorcher, man. I love, I've always loved Passenger. I wish they wouldn't have taken it out of the rotation uh, as quickly as they did. I think the last one was probably like an 83. Uh, but I love Passenger, and this one cooks, man. Love it. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. it this is a straight-up ripper is like what I have in my notes, man. It's just awesome. Yeah, and then you go, then we go from Passenger to another one, another song that's was new in the newer repertoire era. I think I saw it on my first show at Soldier Field in 93. This is from 7, 1994 at Deer Creek. You were there, correct? That is correct. I was there. Broken Arrow, and I love this song. We played me, which is the quintessential version, the one from Outson Stadium in '93. Uh, but this version's also very good. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't, you know, I would say this is just a nice song. I like this song a lot, just like you. Yeah. And being the show, I thoroughly enjoyed the version. Um, you know, it's a lot of fun. It's always good when you get a song that you like that maybe you haven't seen very much or at all, and you go to any show. Um, I would say to me, like the Grateful Dead, I agree with you that 93 Broken Arrow is the best, but if you want to go fill in friends, that first like live release they had, that was uh, love. will see you through, I think was the name that Broken Arrow is absolutely stellar. I'll have to check that out. Cause and I know people are probably going to listen to this and be like, how can you guys be talking about Broken Arrow like this? You know, <laughs> I, I don't know. I love the song. You know what, man? That's it. Like, that's the best thing about this band. Robbie, I love it's it. a Robbie Robertson song. Mm-hmm great songwriter i mean it's a great song yeah. i think phil does it justice you know let phil oh, yeah. sing let phil sing speaking of uh, robbie robertson did you see the um, documentary that they did about him and kind of his relationship with the rest of the band no what's it on i think it's called when we were brothers uh, yeah. i saw it, i saw it actually at the theater but i don't i don't really remember it was just before COVID hit 
I don't remember. I don't know if it's. I think it's on something. It's on one of the streaming, or maybe it's on yeah. cable or something. I'm not sure, but it's it's interesting and it's very it's kind of sad uh, with what happened to those group and whatever. Because I love the band and it really put a bad taste in my mouth. You know, and that's the way it goes sometimes with rock bands. Yeah, absolutely. And then I put in one that we had not. Oh, it's on Hulu. There you go. Beautiful. Check it out. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, and if you want another recommendation for a uh, rock documentary, I don't know if you've seen the Leonard Skinner. If I leave here tomorrow, I did see that. That actually. is awesome, man. I really enjoyed that. Man, that was really good. Um, anyway, uh, from December 6, 1973, they love each other, and it's a nice the Cleveland Convention Center. Cleveland, <laughs> it's it's a nice hello Cleveland. Uh, it's a it's a nice up tempo version, which I really like. Uh, it's fun, it's funky, and it's it's a good version. It's really, I love it. Um, and that stupid movie with uh, the, it's called The Rocker. The guy's like, go to hell, uh, stay in Cleveland, Cleveland, or something like that. <laughs> pretty funny. Anyway, they love each other. Great song. I like the up-tempo versions a little bit more than I do the slower ones. This is a good version of it. It is. It, it, uh, it's like kind of bouncy on the way in. Yeah. If you listen to it, like I was, you know, like right at that intro, there's a point. Where it's it almost sounds like Lazy River Road, and like I you know I know it's twenty years before, but you know you never know. Maybe that's a little you know beat that they got stuck in their head and they turned it into a song. Right. But yeah, I agree. The little bouncy, upbeat. You know, they love each other with the piano, like do 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 do. do you know, it's great. Yeah, it's almost it's almost got a reggae feel to it. You know, to some extent. Right. Um, and then one of my all time favorite songs, which we really haven't played on this show. From September 18th, 1974, from the Parc d'Exposition in Jean Mustard, France, Black Throated Wind, which was a real staple in the 73 74 era. And, you know, they continued on forever, but those were the real highlight years for that song. And it's a great Bobby song. It's got, you know, it's a love song, but it's just, you know, it's just fast enough not to be too slow. And it's, I love that song. I think it's great. Yeah, I agree, I agree with you 100%. Like, the ones from 73 and 74 are by far the best ones. And this one's a pretty interesting one. It's really good. It's very enjoyable. But they have a bunch of tempo changes in it. Where, you know, more than normal, they're going from faster to slower, and Bobby's picking it up. And then, you know, they're noodling it out a little bit. But it definitely rocks. I, I agree with you. Like, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of Black Throated Wind, mainly because when I learned to listen to The Grateful Dead, I didn't really like it very much. But then the more and more... Yeah. I agree. I agree with you. The earlier versions are are the ones that I enjoy at least. It's, it's funny, you know. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of big dead listeners will say 77, 77, That's it. You know, it's all about seventy seven. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a real seventy three, seventy four, even going to seventy two. That's that's like my real wheelhouse. Uh, you know, if I'm just looking like, all right, I need to find something to listen to. I'll just go on the app or whatever and scroll through and just pick a random show from one of those three years basically and, and there's it's so it's so much good stuff on there you know you have a lot of quick hitters like a black throated wind like a they love each other then you also have like the you know the playing in the band that can go on for 25 minutes and just man i, I, lo- I love it you know it's so good um mason's children this is one of yours and this is one of my all-time favorite songs mason's children from january 31st 1970 a warehouse in new orleans Louisiana. Uh, I figure it's a good set ender, and this is a great version of Rocks the House. Uh, you know, that's another one. I think that when they played it, 
for the Fair the Well shows. I can't remember if they, they played it in Chicago, I think, when I was there. And I was like, man, this is, I'm so glad they broke out a song like this and they, you know, they didn't play during my era, really, of the dead. And it's an awesome song. I love it. Yeah, it, it rips, man. I, I've kind of put Mason's Children in that same category as Viola Lee Blues. Songs from that era that just absolutely rip that you, you just don't understand why they stopped playing them because they, they seem timeless and they could fit into any any era at any time. Yeah, Viola uh, Lee, man, that's, that's no doubt. All right, so let me recap real quick. Alabama Getaway from May 15, 1980, Nassau Coliseum. New Minglewood Blues from December 29, 1977 at the Winterland Arena. Daisy River Road, April 1st, 1995, The Pyramid in Memphis. Passenger, August 12, 1979, from Red Rocks. Broken Arrow, July 19, 1994, Deer Creek, Indiana. They Love Each Other from December 6, 1973, Cleveland Convention Center. Black-Throated Wind from September 18, 1974, in Dijon, France. And Mason's Children from January 31st, 1970, at the Warehouse in New Orleans. Then set two. Iron Lipsy's 12th birthday show, 9-24-1987, on <laughs> the Philly Spectrum. Hell in a bucket, and this version is awesome, and Bobby reminds the fans at the beginning, if you've been watching TV, you might see this one, because the Hell in the Bucket video had just come out on the heels of the success of the Touch of Grey record and video. And uh, those two spe- the Spectrum shows from that year, uh, the 23rd and the 24th particularly, are awesome. 23rd, you get the uh, great Good Lovin' La Bamba, Good Lovin', uh, and some, give me some love, and it's an awesome show. Anyway, it's a really good Hell in a Bucket. Uh, you know, it's a, a ripping, ripping Jerry solo. Uh, you know, at least I'm enjoying the ride. You get some highs in there. It's, it's good stuff. It's good bucket. Yeah, absolutely. It, it totally rips. Um, you could tell that, you know, like you said, Bobby makes that announcement before the song, and uh, you can just kind of tell that, you know, they're a little more excited than normal. Like, they, you know, they got a got a hot new video out on mtv <laughs> yeah it's, it's kind of funny <laughs> to think about that but you know, that's just the way music was you know you had to have a video and they did uh, so that was good we go to one of my all-time really one of my all-time favorite songs it's foolish heart from april 2nd 1990 in atlanta the omni and i'm not going to disparage this version you know foolish heart is a great song this is a good song unfortunately for me the one from Hartford, 1990. I'm, you know, about two weeks before that, I've heard like a million times. I know every note, every every break. I mean, everything they do in that song. And so when I hear another version of it, I'm like, eh, you know, it's it's a great song, but it's not it's not the one from Hartford. But it, that being said, it's still a good version. I still love the song. You know, it's weird. You know, it's one of those things. Oh, definitely. And uh, you know, like this foolish heart. I mean, it's easily in what? I mean, top five. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, it's not like it's bad by any means. And I know yeah. us growing up so close to Atlanta, I mean, I'm pretty sure we got these tapes pretty quick. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we were wrecking the foolish heart. It was awesome. Yeah. But, uh, you know, this one, Jerry goes off, man. I mean, he, he really just takes it up a notch. It's excellent. If you haven't heard that uh, foolish from Hartford, I think we've played it in either episode one or episode two. Which, of course, you can find on SoundCloud, SoundCloud and iTunes. I don't think I have those on YouTube. They're both on. Uh, SoundCloud and iTunes. And then we go to another special dank pick. This is Trucking Into That Would Be Something from April 5th, 1995, Birmingham, Jefferson County Civic Center. Uh, it's a good trucking, and that would be something. Tell me, I don't really know the origins of that song. Yeah, I mean, I don't either. But you, it's, it's, is, it a, is it a dead song or is it a cover, you know? It is a dead song. What oh, is it a dead song, right? 
As far as I know. I don't know. Edit it out. I thought, I thought sure it was, uh, oh, it's Paul McCartney. There you go. It's a Paul McCartney song. And it's good. It's a, it's a nice little mellow, you know, transition number from trucking. Um, it's cool. It's not, you know, it's a, it's a steady song. It's a solid song. I'll give you that. Yeah, it was, you know, I came across this just as I was, you know, as I was getting songs together and getting, you know, ideas for the pod. And uh, I came across this and, you know, as we've discussed before, I'm not really a big trucking fan, but I always liked that that would be something. It was just kind of one of those cool little tunes, you know, yeah. and uh, this is just kind of a, a bopping version, you know, from 95. Like, it sounds like it was really fun. It sounds like it would have been a good time to be there. Is it the best version of either song? Probably not. But, you know, a lot of times we listen to stuff just because it's fun to listen to. It's not perfect. Oh, yeah. It's definitely uh, one of those, like, this is, like, for me, this was, like, you know, a travel back in time to, um, you know, back to when I was lucky enough to travel around briefly and see the Grateful Dead. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, no. Then this is something we promised you a few weeks ago, and now it's time to deliver the Weather Report Suite in the Let It Grow from June 18th, 1974, Cheatham Hall, Louisville, Kentucky. I mean, Freedom Hall, Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> it's a little inside joke, Memphis versus Louisville <laughs> joke for you. Uh, and this baby is the version of the weather report. Let it grow. Um, I guess pre pre without a net. I guess you may even though you know, without a net, just let it grow. Uh, but this is an awesome version. Twenty six minutes, fantastic playing. Uh, Keith, where sometimes you know people complain Keith is you know, kind of gets kind of lazy and he's only really emulating the other guy's licks on the piano. Uh, he really goes off and it's just, everybody's you know perfectly in tune and instinct and it's, it's it's a money it's a money version yeah there's not much to say here other than if you haven't listened to this listen to it and if you have enjoy it again because we know you will oh yeah i mean I, I listen to it i find myself going to it you know if i haven't listened to it in a while i find myself going to it, you know every few months or so just to, you know as a refresher there's like there's probably like 10 songs like that you know that's one of them uh the hard for foolish heart the shakedown street from meriwether post 6 30 85 uh, and there's a few others that are like, you know, I got to just remind myself of how awesome uh, <laughs> are, you know. Uh, and then we got to wrap it up, the encore, so to speak, Black Money River from April 3rd, 1989, Pittsburgh Civic Center. Black Money River, good encore. Uh, it's a good little, you know, ballad-esque song. It's very, you know, it's kind of in the vein of Broke Down Palace, but it's a little... Well, you know, it's different, but it's really in the same vein. Uh, but I really, I really love it. And it's, you know, you're also right there in that uh, Hell in a Bucket era where, um, you know, they enjoyed some commercial success. I believe it's on, I don't know if it's on Touch of Grey or if it's on the, whatever, what's the album? Built to Last. Yeah. Uh, but right in that same, you know, wheelhouse. And it's, you know, it's great. It's a great song. Yeah. So this, on this night in Pittsburgh, it was the second song of the double encores, Johnny Be Good into Black Muddy River. So obviously the super fast Johnny Be Good into, you know, the very, very chill uh, Black Muddy River. Also, you know, Pittsburgh, Iron City, also the home of the uh, confluence of the three rivers. So people in Pittsburgh love double encore. What? Name them. The Allegheny, the Ohio, and the Monongahela. Beautiful. I would have so, butchered the last one, but I didn't. I didn't know. It. <laughs> but you know, it's kind of the same thing. You know, we we you know the pod has the theme of playing river songs in towns with rivers. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know was, I mean? so yeah, it, it's a you know it's a good version. Yeah. Um, it's not great by any means, in my opinion. Uh, but the fact that they did it as a double encore in Pittsburgh makes it cool. You know, makes it fun to check out. 
And I was, uh, I got to be at a, I was at a St. Louis show where I got some of that uh, river flavor, you know, the mighty, oh, no. yeah, which, which is fine. I mean, it's, I mean, I wouldn't say it's hokey, but I guess if you heard, if you were at a show more than once where you were at the river, then it's kind of, you're like, all right, I don't, I don't need to hear. This. Yeah. I mean, hearing it, hearing it in Memphis was, you know, that, that was the highlight, man. Right. Right. Anyway. All right, folks, let me wrap up the second set for you. That's on a bucket from 924 1987 Philly Spectrum Foolish Heart from April 2nd 1990 in Atlanta Georgia trucking into that would be something from April 5th 1995 in Birmingham Weather Report The Let It Grow from June 18th 1974 Brain Melter and Black Muddy River from April 3rd 1989 Pittsburgh Civic Center Thank I really appreciate you coming on with me today Got some good stuff in the works. I'm working on the next set list with a lot of the stuff you sent me already. I'll get that to you ASAP. So hopefully folks won't have to wait as long. I'm trying to get back into a a more regular routine of every couple weeks getting something out there. Anything to add? Yeah, I did want to make one note of the uh, that they love each other in the first set we have today. Twelve six seventy three. Um, that show, the second set of that show has like a forty five minute dark start. And uh, that's what that show is mainly known for. So if you like that they love each other, uh, you know, send uh, send Hetty Jams a message on Facebook or on Twitter, and uh, we'll uh, get that forty five minute dark star out here in the, one of the next few episodes. Yeah, we might we might play it. It might be like one whole set, but yeah, we might we might have to. Do yeah, it it rips, man. It goes all spacey. It's a uh, second half of the second set. Dark star into eyes into Stella Blue and then Sugar Magnolia. There's no encore. Are you looking no at, yeah, are you looking uh, at dead base? Huh? Is that a dead base? Yeah. Can you see? I can't see you. You haven't come up on the screen yet. I know. I'm, my... yeah, and I'm, ta- I'm taking my job seriously. I got all my notes. I went and listened to all the songs that you sent that weren't on that I didn't listen to already. You got yeah. my dead base. No. I didn't know you had a dead base. That's awesome. Yeah, I got dead. Oh, there you are. I got dead base nine. Or, you know, from like 1995. Right. <laughs> you know, this is the one that. Uh, they, where is here? Yeah, they just threw in the set list from '95 because Jerry died. So, like they're not in any of the stats. It's just right here. It's not where the set lists are. It's uh, like gotcha. the set list. So you got the arena diagram. Oh, I have never seen that. Before. I found this when I was going through it. Apparently, this is my song list. How many times I've seen? <laughs> nice. It's you know. awesome, dude. You're you got the stats. Well, I'm pit. You asked me that question about the fucking that would be something, and I have actually a lyric. I have a lyric book out there uh, that I didn't bedroom. But yeah, when is this from? '95, right? Best color it. man in the league, folks. Yeah, 1995. All right. And I hadn't seen a dead base. I have to order one. They have them. They're not too expensive. Oh, I know, but you know, internet. Well, they have. I think Dead Base Ten is the one that has all the stats from '95 included in stats. No, internet makes you lazy a little bit sometimes. So. Yeah, the, I like to get the book out because unlike the internet, I can just open up a pit. Like, I can have, you know, 10 shows right in front of me. Right. That's a good idea. You know, awesome. that's how I got you with all those quick hitters about shows before and the shows after. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> have, to, uh, I'll have to look into that. All right, Dank. I got to get out of here. I got another call coming. Uh, all right. So. Chauncey, say goodbye. Albert, Albert Janie. I don't know where the cat is. Cat's name? For the dogs, Calbert and what? Calbert and Chauncey. Oh, Chauncey, right. Chauncey. So the next dog or cat we get, their name will be Billups. Okay. Gonna go with Look, my wife's from Denver. Endo? He's a super nice guy, Mr. Big Shot. I've met him a few times. Who, Billups? Yeah. yeah he's, he's all right, man. 
Is he working in some front office now? Yeah, he got hired by somebody. I forgot who it was. It wasn't us. I was pissed. That happens. Hey, right, my dude. 2K21 team, I got Bonzi Wells. <laughs> dude, that guy could have had – he could have been in Memphis another three or four years, and he just blew it. Yeah, but he's good on 2K21, man. He can hit threes. Yeah. He can dunk. Oh, he's good. I play I, – my, my, my uh, nephew has it for the Switch, Nintendo Switch. Yeah. And so we so he was here and we, uh, back over Christmas, and we played it. Uh, so he wanted to, let's play all-time teams. Right. Like, all right. I'm like, I'll be the Celtics. I fucking hate the Celtics, but I'll be the Celtics. And I would just go down the court, throw it the bird, and just launch it. Right. And I, I was up at like 25, and he's like, how are you beating me? I got, I'm like, dude, Larry Bird ain't going to miss. Yeah. That's like another, my son he likes to just play with fucking Jordan. Another guy you can hook up, if you want to just rain threes on somebody, draws in Petrovic, rest in peace. Yeah. Dude, just Is one on after two- another. Yeah, yeah, he was like the cheat on uh, Tecmo basketball. Really? Draws Larry Bird and Reggie Miller. You just go like into the corner at the top of the screen. You go in and back out, and then back in and pop it every time. I remember that. <laughs> Take your word for it. Awesome. All right, dude, I gotta roll. All right, brother. I'll yeah. talk to you later. All right.
walk away. Alabama, get away, get away. Alabama, get away, get away. Only way to please me, just a down and even walk away. Alabama, get away, get away. Alabama, get away, get away. Only way to please me, just a down and even walk away.
never quite catch the tune. Stars fall down in buckets like rain. Ain't no standing right through boxcars, train by train, planning while dreams unfold. So true. All the others are let pass by. You never get much for careless love. Oh, how your pride glows.
Bring you a bottle of rain when you're gone. 
reaching They love each other Lord, you can see that it's true Lord, you can see that it's true
Don't forget to watch plenty of TV. You might see this one on. Just be your loud when I stumble and fall. 
the circus Cause it just might be your kind of zoo I can't think of a place more perfect For a person as perfect as you And it's not like I'm leaving you lonely Cause I wouldn't know where to begin But I know that you think of me only When the snakes come marching in Champagne from your booth for a taste of your elegant pride. I may be going to hell in a bucket, babe, but at least I'm enjoying the ride. I'm enjoying the ride. At least I'm enjoying the ride. Ride, 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 ride. At least I'm enjoying the ride.